We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello, welcome to another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, we're technically away on holes, um, but it doesn't mean that you get a break from the lols. No, that's right. Holes does not necessarily stop the lols, and uh, we're going to be getting swole uh, uh, with some... <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is, why, this is why we needed a break. <laughs> um, okay, so... No, nah, but seriously, speaking of breaks... Um, the very first story we're going to launch into today, very, very funny story about going on holiday with not necessarily the people that you thought you were going to go on holiday with. Look, I only hope that the current holiday Alex right now is enjoying time off without any clingers. I mean, technically, I think it'd be illegal in Melbourne to do that. But wow, when I heard this story for the first time, I was absolutely amazed. So you'll get into that. We're also a cover the nightclub rules in Queensland. And uh, which I which is weird after because after that I get it stuck in my head a little bit. Matt O'Kai just saying, everybody sit. Anyway, that's good stuff. <laughs> and uh, also a segment which did sort of go away a little bit, where we'd really love to uh, bring back. So if you hear it and are inspired, please get in touch. It's the low court of Australia. That's right. The people are real. The cases are real. Petty. <laughs> so that'll be coming up a little bit later on. And also we get to talk to. Three or well, two in this instance of the, the best in the business. Um, Danielle and Esty from the band Heim. I mean, it is literally a pleasure anytime we get to spend uh, spend a, a morning with them. So uh, sit back and enjoy today's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So, Matt O'Kai, I was chatting to a friend the other day who told me quite an incredible pre-COVID story, okay? Okay. Because just before we went into lockdown, his parents went on a little sojourn, a couple of weeks, in Portugal. Delightful. How beautiful would that be? Oh, I mean, I went to Porto and Lisbon, absolutely stunning places. What's it like? Amazing. I'm bike riding along the river in Porto, heading up sunset you know, the sunset surveys over the uh, over the city. Um, who'd you who'd you go with? My partner Belinda. Mm. You know, um, deeply in love, just yep. enjoying ourselves, our time together. Well, I guess you know, um, my friend's parents sort of similar, but in the, I guess in the twilight of their they retired now, and so it'd be mm. similar feelings. You know, you'd be able to rekindle yeah. that emotion in Lisbon. You know, this scenery is the same; it's gorgeous stuff. Um, but my friend asked. Asked the dad, oh, how was the trip? They got home and he goes, yeah, no, it was you know, pretty pretty good. Two weeks in Portugal. You can't complain, much like yourself. But um, then he adds, I was a bit, was a little bit tough with Jeffrey there. <laughs> and he wait, goes, wait, what? hang on, who's, <laughs> my friend, I'd never heard of Jeffrey. Like, oh, who's, who's Jeffrey? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's, it's the, the toll delivery driver, Jeffrey. What? <laughs> it's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> Turns out, right, a, a couple of weeks prior to leaving, the parents got a package delivered to their house, okay? Mm-hmm. Delivery driver drops off the package. Oh, thank you very much for that. How's your day been? Oh, very good. What have you been up to? Oh, we've just been, oh, we just booked some tickets to Portugal. <laughs> got no. chatting. He's like, whoa, that sounds great. I've never been to Portugal. Next thing is like, oh, no, no. do you want to come with us? No. And so 
And so they spent two weeks what? in Portugal with the delivery driver who, by all accounts, refused to eat the local cuisine. You know, they were shouting him <laughs> beers and no, stuff like that. No, 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 he no. He didn't, didn't integrate with any, didn't want to see a museum, <laughs> you know, just hung out with them for two what? weeks. Just did the old tag along. <laughs> that is I'm sorry. I anyway. don't I just don't understand how well one they would ask a I mean you could ask. You'd ask because yeah. no one is going to say yes. Well, who's yeah, exactly. It's there's no for it's a very nice thing to do to ask. Do not get me wrong with how nice it is to ask. Oh, it's also a very nice and reasonable thing to decline that request. <laughs> I would never. I mean, if they had said, oh, do you want to come and have a cup of tea right now? I'd be yeah. like, oh, thank you, but no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, but no. Let alone if they say, hey, do you want to maybe get a passport and come on a holiday <laughs> with us? So it was good. And I just I absolutely admire everyone in this story for trying to make it work. It's... It, you know, because that could be one of the amazing... You could make a did, friend for life in that situation, in all honesty, but it unfortunately, it didn't happen in that I way. I just can't even understand. Did they at least ask him to, like, were they, were they like, hoping he'd get on board and maybe package them up into some sort of crate <laughs> and send them to Portugal or something? It could have been the only reason, but imagine, imagine like, if you, on your holiday, Matt, if you just had the uh, the person who dropped off your, uh, <laughs> your new mouse pad to your house. Oh, well... <laughs> I'm, you know, I have made a mistake almost like that in the past. I remember I was, uh, this is years ago in in, in uh, Sri Lanka, and um, I I didn't want to pay money to um to stay at a fancier hotel, so I was kind of looking around. Uh, me and a friend were looking around for a place to stay, and this mm. and this guy's on the street, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, you guys looking for a hotel?" And we're like, "Yeah," and so he's like, "Oh, well, come and stay at my." House. <laughs> I've got a spare room and I'll charge you heaps less. So I was like, Is this oh. pre Airbnb days? <laughs> yeah, way before Airbnb, right? And so I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like it was it was significantly <laughs> less money than anyway. He like the guy starts talking about how his wife and kids had left him, and so that's why he's got the spare rooms oh, and stuff. Whoa. And we're like, oh, that's a bit sad. Yeah. But then anyway, then he's like, you know, I'll make you breakfast in the morning, and then we'll go out and we'll go fishing and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind. And then, then he was just there all the time, <laughs> like the whole time. I remember me and my friend went swimming in the ocean just by ourselves, and we we we, we sort of are standing there in the water, and suddenly he emerges. This guy emerges. <laughs> holding lobsters like he's 2-1000 from Terminator 2. And I swear to God, like, he's like, look, I caught these for us for lunch and stuff. And, and I swear to God, after day three, I was lying in bed one night. I am not joking. And it was a rainy, thunderous night. Yeah. And I swear, in the middle of the night... I looked out the window and no, lightning flashed. No, and absolutely not. And he was standing at the window looking in. Absolutely I swear not. To God. And we we literally escaped <laughs> that morning. Like we 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 ran out with our bags and everything and caught a tuk-tuk out of there. Oh, that's some gritty Australian movie right there, isn't it? That's <laughs> know, the first right? the first act of that. Anyway, um, if you've had a tag along, or if you've been a tag along. We would love to hear from you. Please hit us up on the matt.ad.alex Instagram. We want to uh, want to hear your story. 
While Matt spends some quality time with his 18-month-old daughter and Alex researches some new parasites on the internet, we're reliving some of their best bits. Well, Matt, they tried it in the Netherlands and it looks like Australia is getting around it as well. In Queensland, they're going to open up the nightclubs, except you're not going to be on your feet. You're going to be, you are going to be sitting down. So the kiddies in the Sunshine State are going to line up, get their hands stamped, walk into the nightclub, get a chair. The DJ will play it, man. They'll sit down for what? I'm on the chair. Wow. It's going to be big, man. Can you oh, imagine man. the club going off, sitting down for what? Turn down for what? I love, I love. Look, Anastasia Palaszczuk is, I mean, she's into arts and culture. She's a big supporter of, of uh, you know, nightlife in, Briz, in Brizzy, Queensland. She's doing a bit and she's getting roasted You see her down the line. valley <laughs> at the front of the pit. <laughs> at the front of the sit. <laughs> Anyway, that'll be exciting for Queensland. Um, to be able to go back to the clubs again, I mean, imagine having your, your $13 Red Bull vodka and sitting in a chair. Just <laughs> stuck be in the old plastic, on the plastic stackable. Yeah, well, yeah, I reckon it not, will. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. Um, a whole Unless new, they're I mean, getting the big lazy boys. Do you reckon you'll be able to... And, like, then you can rock your feet back out and everything. I'm intrigued to know who, who, what, what sort of songs they're going to be playing. Because what's that, what's that song called there, Turned Down For What? Turn down. Down for what? DJ Snake what? Lil John. Sit yeah. Crisscross Chris Cross will make you sit. Wait. They'll have um they'll have uh, I will do anything but stand <laughs> by seatloaf. <laughs> by seatloaf. Oh come on. <laughs> With the Queensland government saying nightclubs can open as long as patrons are seated, All Day Breakfast presents a brand new compilation CD. Songs to stay in your chair to. Sit down, you don't need your feet, boy. Just stay in your seat, boy. It's a lazy boy. Sit down. I can see you sitting in your chair Featuring 28 of the world's greatest sits. Ooh, ah, just a little sit. Ooh, ah, a little sit more. Ooh, ah, just a little sit sitting on the dance floor. What about this one from Destiny's Mild? Please don't leave your mask at home, cause it's 11.30 and the club is sitting, sitting. Guaranteed to keep your dance floor totally motionless. It's seated. Feel free to bring your orthopaedic chair too for this banger from House of Back Pain. I came to sit down. I came to sit down. So stay in your seat and sit down. Sit. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down, sit down and stay seated. Sit, sit, sit. Everybody sit, sit, sit. And with the hottest, freshest tracks, it means you'll never be too cool for stool. I choose to sit When I say red light I need you to sit 
When I say green light, I need you to continue sitting. Red light. Green light. Songs to stay in your chair to. Whoa, the dance floor's bare. Whoa, sitting in a chair. Out now. It's a Best Bits Breakfast Buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Matt O'Kine, uh, the criminal justice system in Australia has plenty of venues to hear. Uh, cases, appeals, you got your county court, you got your high court, you got, and even in America, you got your Supreme Court, all right? Mm. But who is there for those sort of disputes that barely make it off the surface? I know. When you've just argued round and round in circles in your lounge room so long that you're going insane, you need to get some clarification as to who's right and who's wrong, and well, where are your judges? The people are real. The cases are real. Petty. This is Matt Analysis, Low Court of Australia. That's right. We're here to take your cases to discover exactly who is in the right, who is in the wrong, and uh, who should just forget the whole thing. Uh, Daniel's got in touch with us uh, because he has a case he'd like to prosecute. Hey, Daniel. Hello, boys. Now, uh, Daniel, you messaged us on Instagram, matt.and.alex. Uh, and you said you have a matter for the courts, the low courts. Can you uh, talk to us about this matter? I've recently moved into a share house with, um, I would call him a friend, but at this point, you know, there's a little bit of tension there. And mm. I want to bring a few appliances into the house, um, which have just been met and vetoed at the door. So, um, Okay, so yeah. you have your own that you're trying to bring in through the door and they're getting refused? Or now that you're in, you would like to purchase some for the house and that decision's being refused? I want to purchase them for the house for the greater good. Okay, okay and we're talking about kitchen appliances, useful things here, you know, and we're not talking right. about weird stuff. You don't have like a skull peeler or something like that, do you? No, nothing like that. It's going to okay. benefit every house member for sure. All right, well, uh, let us know the items that you would like us to uh, inquire about. Okay, water cooler. Off. Oh. For the house? Imagine, yeah, imagine coming in, you go, oh, it's like really hot. I need a cold drink. Oh, no, I didn't put a, uh, any water in the fridge. Bang, cold water on, on demand. Ooh, I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> uh, what, uh, anything else? Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, deep fryer. Look, we've got an air fryer, but I want to take it to the next level. Uh, with my chicken <laughs> too, wing. Too shallow for you. Yep. <laughs> too shallow. Uh, forget well, a fry show pan. Me, that show me the oil in the air, Alex Dyson. <laughs> Where am I getting the oil from okay. in this air? So but that's a bench top deep fryer, one of the sort that's of little bench, home yeah, home right. ones. Exactly. Not okay. a commercial one. Okay. So Anything we'll, else? We can up to that. And a pasta maker. Oh, okay. uh, so that's so that's one of those metallic cranks, which once you've mixed your egg and your flour and everything, you crank the wheel and uh, your own that's homemade right. fettuccine comes out. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I think right, I passed the game blacking. And is that all you're asking for from your housemates? Just three simple little things. Okay. And they're saying no. They're saying no. All right. Well, we actually do have the defence. Let's head to them now. Uh, Mitchell, in this case, Daniel versus Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell, uh, does that sound about right? Anything you'd like to clarify there? No, that that's all correct. That okay, that's cool. Pretty much hey, Mitchell, all it is. Mitchell, I got a question. What's your problem yep. with cold water, mate? 
I love cold water. I'm probably a bigger fan of cold water than Daniel. <laughs> what? Oh, big, I, where, no, no, wait, no. but but where would you get your cold water from in the house, mate? What's going on? So when we moved into this place, we were lucky enough to inherit possibly the biggest fridge I have ever seen. We're talking almost commercial size. We oh, fill up so, two door, two door. We talking? Oh, two door, one door fridge, one door freezer, head height, shoulder width wide, like okay. each side. Anything on the front of that door that dis- distributes anything? No, unfortunately not. Okay, so no ice cube maker or anything like that? No, but there is a lot of vacant space. Okay, so we're talking a lot of vacant space, potentially for a vessel which could be watertight. (laughs) I've actually offered to put in multiple watertight vessels to resolve these tissues. Okay, so that when one is empty, there is a backup vessel (laughs) ready to pour cold water, which is so critically desired. Uh, if he forgets to fill one up, there's another one waiting there, and it's just an in-out system. So that that was that was my offer for that one. Okay, Don't well, that wait, covers wait, wait. water. Let's move on to frying. What frying capabilities do you have currently? Well, we've got the air fryer, which has been a real treat mm. so far. We've had some great chicken tenders, but <laughs> I just I, we just don't need the chicken wings. Well, I, I, <laughs> We haven't given him a crack in the air fryer yet, and the oil's going to get everywhere. Wait, We're is, this, try- is this specifically for chicken wings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's okay. so funny. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, order Daniel. Order in the court. Order, I, uh, I order of anyone, in the court. I of anyone respect someone who loves wings that much. Thank you. That they need their own dedicated appliance. But you know, you and me both know, Daniel, if you're not someone who's into refilling the water, you're not yep. going to be someone who's into refilling <laughs> oil, mate. That no, stuff uh, is going to sit there with little wing tips rotting away in it. It's going to get stink. You know what everything's going to taste like? Wings. You go, oh, hey, let's have some chips. Wings. Oh, let's make some eggplant parmigiana. Wings. It's all going to taste like wings in 10 minutes, mate. All right. Um, so we've got those two. A pasta maker as well. Um, I don't know anywhere I can get pasta. What about yourself there, Mitchell? What, what do you usually do for pasta? Well, Daniel and I both fell for the trap of a little bit of panic buying. Uh, so... We're sitting on a little bit of a, a, just a couple packets of pasta in the cupboard. So we're not short on that. But I guess this started from Daniel recently cooked what he called traditional bolognese, which he'd, watched on a, which he'd watched on a YouTube video from scratch and it wasn't from tomatoes. So now to take it to the next level of traditional, he wants the pasta maker. But I, just, I respect right. that. That's I've okay. Got All right, so maker. Got- I respect that. Have you, used, have you used the rolling pin, Daniel? Uh, yes. Cool. All right, so same, he's professional. That's all good. What is the overall cost of these items? Have you budgeted that one, Daniel? Haven't researched yet because I'm not getting any traction. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no traction. But it's, it's not money cost, is it? It's it's bench space. This is the real cost. Mm. Yeah, it's real estate. Are you asking the other housemates to chip in for the items? No, I'll be purchasing myself. <laughs> right. That's... Oh, interesting. Do you have space in your bedroom for these appliances? <laughs> think, about, think about, Daniel, you wake up. Cool winter's morning, you lean over. Hey? Fry it on. Fry it. <laughs> the basket down. Oi, <laughs> Couple of wings. Oi, an all-day breakfast. That's that's what we're all about here. Maybe now. you combine it all. Wing tortellini in bed, you know? My room's not quite big enough, unfortunately. Right. What about when you're going to move or something like that? Well, is the house stable? Are you going to be there for a long time? Because whenever I'm thinking about purchasing anything, I'm like, I'm going to have to put this in a box in and move it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's is this true. your forever home? 
But I think the short-term enjoyment outweighs the long-term. You don't think about that kind of stuff. Mm. What about environmental impacts of the plastic and the water cooler? Well, that's what I'm trying to stop, you know. Stop buying bottled water. Stop, you know, just keep refilling, keep refilling. Mm. Tap in the glass. Stop, stop buying packets of pasta, that plastic wrapping, just <laughs> clogging right. up that's turtles' right. necks. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, yeah. well, you're here to get a decision, uh, and I think we're ready to make one. Um, the room, bedroom is okay in this one. I think you need a majority of the house to be able to purchase the other items that will be taking up bench space. <laughs> so I'm going to decree Daniel versus Mitchell. One item will be able to be purchased. Oh. Okay, you're allowed one of these three <laughs> items. And uh, Daniel, it's up to you to choose which one of these you, you treasure the most. Oh, no. Well... <laughs> It's a water cooler. <laughs> oh, no, there we Daniel, go. Daniel, 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 Daniel you fool. The other it's two are red herring. The, no, it's got to be the pasta maker. If you got one choice, you can put cold water in the fridge. You can, <laughs> you can no, cook but Matt, Matt, wings think, in a pot with oil, you idiot, Daniel. Think of all the conversations you can have while standing around the water cooler, <laughs> sipping from your fine, fine chilled stuff. Thank you very much uh, to both of you for joining us here on the Low Court of Australia. Thanks, uh, thank you, boys. Uh, we appreciate it going in and we wish you well in the future. May the law forever shine upon <laughs> oh. your household. All Thanks, right. guys. Enjoy your wings. Thank you. Well, Matt, it feels good to help people, don't you reckon? Well, yeah, with that good feeling when justice is finally served. <laughs> guys are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So, in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. So happy right now, Matt O'Kine, to share with you our uh, our chat that we got to have with three incredible sisters out of LA who make some damn good music. Uh, here's a little bit of a sample. Just know that I want you Yeah, that's right. Three sisters out of Los Angeles. They go by the name of Haim and they've really, really blown up. Ever since their first album, Days Are Gone, uh, charted top 10 in so many different countries around the world. They went on to tour just extensively. Yeah, it was so exciting to get on a call with them and catch up and here's how it went down. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and of course. We love you guys. We always had so much fun with you guys when we were in Australia. When on Triple J. <laughs> I know we were allowed to travel. I know. I know. What a time, right? What a time that was. You're in different positions at the moment. We've got Danielle and Esty in different rooms, but I really imagine the Heim sisters all living in one big house together that kind of looked like the, the Spice Girls tour bus from Spice right. Honestly, um, you're not alone in this assumption. I think that people are very <laughs> people are very disappointed when we break the news to them that like, oh wait, like two of us are in our thirties. Like we need separate. <laughs> we need some space. I have to say that one of my favorite things, one of my favorite live performances, and I listen to it all the time, is Heim at Splendor in the Grass, 2013, playing. Don't oh save me, oh. right? Oh. Yeah. Wow. So seriously, it is so good. And do you know why I love it so much? Is because you guys sound like a real band, 
right? Now I know that's not that's not to say that's not to say that you're not a real fan. That's to say that so many other like that so often music is so it's so heavily produced and stuff, uh, you know, in those sort of environments that when you see people up there really just smashing it out on instruments just that sound real and authentic. Aww. It's such a really great thing. Do you think that with this new album, you guys, you, you've experimented with different sounds within the album, et cetera. I mean, a song like 3AM has got a, like a, you know, a, the internet style bop almost and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Do you still seek to have that authentic sound when you're, when you hope to get back on stage as soon? Yeah. You know, I think, I think something that we've heard since the jump from our band is that like we sound different live than we do on record. And, you know, we cut our teeth playing live. You know, we played for seven years in LA in clubs, like just playing whatever shows we could get before we got signed. So the one thing that was confusing for us was how to record. So once we figured out, I mean, we love trying to figure out how to make shit sound cool. And and when you are in the studio making the album, what time like are you guys, are you popping bottles in the club, doing late night sort of <laughs> oh God, sessions? Are you all serious or Can what? you introduce me to that band? <laughs> I, will, I will take notes because that is... I'm, I mean, Danielle, Danielle should probably talk about this because I don't enjoy being in the studio. I'm like not, I love writing songs and I love like writing melodies and lyrics and putting songs together and like that part of the puzzle, chef's kiss, could do it forever. <laughs> but the idea, like me being in a, like a box without windows and I have to play a song over and over and over and over and sing a song over and over and over and over. And and like, can you sing and like, and rather than and like, and I'm like, I I'm done. Like I quit. Because you hear you hear stories about, uh, I mean, like a friend of mine told me a story recently about being in the studio with a, like a big rapper, you know, like this, this guy's a big, big rapper and mm. people are doing drugs and having sex in the corner. Oh, my God. Like I mean, for us, the, the studio for us is very much like focus and, you know, experimenting with different sounds. And it does feel like a math problem. It's like a long six-month math problem to, like, yeah. get a song right. <laughs> yeah. For us, at least, you know. And, I, and honestly... I, I feel like as we make albums, like I'm learning more about the, how to better the process or something. Like, I think it's always, it's always different. And some songs are like magical. They just like come together so quickly. And you're like, wait, how did that happen? And then some songs are just like, we call so, them the problem children of the record. You know, <laughs> Go so on. What, what's a problem like, child of the record? Then? Problem oh, child. The, oh, the steps, the steps the for step. us was super, Super hard. And honestly, it's usually when the when like the first demo is really good and you're like, okay, this will be eat like this demo is great. And then when you try to re-record the bits, you know, then it's like, wait, this isn't as good as like the shitty guitar I was using that random day. Why is this like nicer guitar sounding like shit? You know, it's like Yeah. That was truly like the steps. It was like, okay. The first thing you do when a song is not working is like, okay, it's the tempo. And then you're like, and so then we slowed no. it down. Sped it <laughs> up. Really slow down and sped it up. Oh. 
There's a case of demoitis, do you think? Yeah, it's probably oh, yeah, that. I think. I think so. I think so. I mean, also the wire, which we talk about a lot, that was such a problem child. Oh, we that, couldn't get that right. You know, that little bitch was, of a song. That little <laughs> bitch of a song. Oh, man. I've been watching Grand Designs recently, and people always like fall out of love with the house because they're just spending so much work on it and it's um yeah it's a bit of a- no it's, it's totally. like, yeah, I, think, and that's, I think also the reason why i don't I, I i prefer performing live to being in a studio because when you perform live you do it it happens if you f-ed up sorry it ha- like it happens you can't like can't reverse like yeah. it was a moment in time you did it and then the next day you do it again and it's a different performance it's a different day like just wait you know what i saw you know what i was watching the other day esty what reminded i was watching old sublime videos there's like crazy videos online i know this is kind of coming out of nowhere but they did there was like there's one video of them playing they're like this is a new one and it was bad fish no, didn't have the lyrics down like at all. So he was just like, they were truly just like, they were coming up with the song like in front of an audience. And I think this was like an actual, like the video was maybe from something that they were going to release. Like it looked like kind of professional, but I did realize like no one had cell phones or anything. Like people, they were just like, you could do whatever the f- you of want course, because if you try to do that now, about 10,000 oh, people no. are going to upload it on their YouTube yeah. channels. And, and, yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what we'll do when we're on tour. Like, we'll just be like, we're writing the song as we... I mean, yeah. Put the phones away. Yeah, let's write a song. Yeah. yeah. Or even keep the phones up and you guys can, like, compare <laughs> which version's better. Yeah, which one's Why better. Not? Did you also see how my eyes lit up when you said Sublime? <laughs> Yeah, you really got excited. I'm glad you mentioned old inspirations there, Danielle, as well, because I wanted to get uh, into a bit of the inspirations behind a few of the songs on uh, the album. Uh, 3 a.m., is that influenced by Matchbox 20's 3 (laughs) a.m.? I wish. (laughs) You must be lonely. What about um, (laughs) gasoline? Daddy Yankees Gasolina? Was that a big um Oh yeah? (laughs) I love that song. Hey um Haim, thank you so much. Esty and Danielle from Haim, thank you so much for joining us. Honestly, it means a lot. Um Of course. I'm so excited about new music from you guys. We can't wait to see you performing live again, hopefully soon. Can't wait to see you when we are Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, it's always a treat chatting to the ladies from Heim. So thank you to Danielle and Esty for taking time earlier in the year. Yes, that is the end of Wednesday's all day breakfast. Do you know what, Alex Dyson? It's it's always a bittersweet feeling talking to Heim because I like them so much Mm. and they're so good at their job. Yeah. That they make me feel like they like me as much as I like them. I suspect they don't. <laughs> I suspect they don't care about me nearly as much. Like, I will look at their Instagram and I'm like, hey, there are my friends. Yeah. Danielle yeah. and Esty from home and Alana from home would be very surprised if they even clocked me on the street as I walked past them. Well, I ran into Danielle and Alana from Heim at a cafe in LA randomly when I was there one time and they came over and said hello when we waved and they recognised. So I reckon they'd be friends with you. 
Should I just slide into the DMs now and say, hey, what's up? All right, let's conduct a uh, an all-day breakfast week off no, experiment. No, no, Matt, no, Matt will no, send the message. No, no. And when we come back next Monday, we'll see whether he got a reply. What am I supposed to say? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No, just re- all right, reply to one of their Insta stories with like a laughing tears emoji and say, so funny, something like that. And then you don't ask a question or anything, but just see if they like like the message or something. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it. All right, we'll see how we go uh, next week. And tune in tomorrow. We've got another great app for you as well. And uh, we'll see what challenges we can pose about code then. It'll be great. Catch you tomorrow. Bye.